0: Hey everybody, welcome back this week. Glad that you decided to join us. Man, we've had a lot of things been happening here at Midtown and just excited to see God's movement all around the city and and different people being involved in different ways. And uh, a couple of those people are joining me today, uh, Quinn and Brittany Epperly. Thanks so much for being here with us, guys. This is such an honor. Uh, Usually we're sitting around the table together having game night and uh, go-to games that we we like. What's our go-to games? Euchre. Euchre is a really good one, yeah.
1: I don't want to talk about that one. You guys oh, usually rough. are beating us. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry you lose every time. Shan's undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> is undefeated and everything. <laughs>
0: we have some really intense game nights. I lo- one of the things I love most about you guys is you're one of the most competitive people. Um, another game we like to play is pickleball together. I'm sorry you also lose at that one too, Brittany.
2: Let's check the tape on that. <laughs> um, we just have a. When lot. I play with Quinn, we don't lose. Maybe that's when true. I play just me, no, that's, that's true.
0: <laughs> Brittany is one of the most athletic uh, ladies I've ever played against. That you legit just murder me in this game. So I, <laughs> I can openly say that it's amazing. Um, but guys, uh, introduce yourselves a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your, y'all's y'all selves.
1: Yeah. So we're Quinn and Brittany Epperly, and um, I was born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. Here and. Brittany moved here in middle school, and um, we got married four years ago now um, after right. kind of reuniting after college, and um, around the same time started a real estate business that uh, we're working in now. Awesome, awesome.
0: And y'all been a part of Midtown for a few years now as well. We've been lifelong friends, um, but I watch, I'm watching God really use y'all together in profound ways. Um, we recently, if you're not aware of this, our church is partnered with uh, Church at Ridgebrook, and that's Andrew Osakwe. And they've recently opened up restaurants, one being on University Avenue. Check them out. Soul Good, unapologetic little uh, announcement there. <laughs> Go check them out. Soul Good, awesome food, awesome people. And then uh, BJ Flavors on uh, Magnolia, correct? Mm-hmm. And um, you guys have been a part of Soul Good. Tell us about what that's been like and maybe y'all's role in that. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, you yeah. can kind of talk about.
1: Yeah. It really started with like a pretty amazing kind of just hearing from God. Like I was sitting there in, in church service and, um, just the Lord put on my heart, like be prepared to give a certain amount of money. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I went home, uh, that night and I talked to Brent and I said, Hey, I think the Lord's preparing us to give. And it was, it was a stretch for us. It was more than I think probably combined we had given. Yeah. And, um, and you had a specific number: a specific number. Wow. And little, not until later did I realize that it was Andrew that was speaking that day, yeah. when I heard that. Mm-hmm. And so Andrew then comes to our small group, and we were wanting to get out into more outreach. Mm-hmm. And um, so he comes because he with church at Ridgebrook and was starting to tell us about ways that we could get involved. And he said, "And I, I want to raise up people in leadership and entrepreneurship and with kingdom principles." And for us, that was like, boom, I'm all about it. Like, yeah. let's go. Because with our business and, like, we really just want to see a change in that. And he goes, and so the first thing I want to do is I want to start a restaurant. And I need this much money. And it was the exact amount. That's awesome. That we, and Brittany was across the room. And, like, we just kind of, like, <laughs> look at each other. We're I, like, what?
2: <laughs> and we had, we had recently been talking about just, like, things that we're passionate about in and, mm-hmm. and our business I do all of our design for our um, properties that we renovate. And one of the things I had said to him was like, man, I would love to get involved or like renovate a restaurant. Like, I just think that would be That's awesome. super fun. She's been fun. saying it for year, probably yeah. two years and now. And yeah. so he, Andrew says that and then says that I'm out. And I just was like, <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it's like the second time I've ever met Andrew. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: In hot button words for, I mean, you say entrepreneurship, Kenyan yeah. principles. We're like, oh, yes, yeah. yes. Let's go get it. Let's do yeah. it.
0: <laughs> that's so awesome. One of the things that I want everybody to know uh, here is that basically everything at Midtown runs through life groups. And so when we say Andrew Osakwe, you, you've seen pictures come up of Andrew, but uh, Andrew's gone into life groups and helping life groups move into mission. So we have rhythms in our life groups. What life group is, is just a group of people that's maybe like a microcosm of the macro of our bigger gatherings, they just come into homes. And those gatherings then uh, go deep together in the word and understanding and walking together, accountability, relationship, but then also not just going inward, but going outward. And so we have rhythm, inward and outward, inward and outward. And um, that's part of what Andrew was doing. When he came in, he was making sure that we understood where we're going and and he was bringing us to go out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I love that. Uh, Brittany, what was the inspiration? So you helped do all of the design work at Soul Good, which is amazing, by the way. Thank you. What was your inspiration in all this?
2: Um, I really wanted to create a space that the community would be proud of, yeah. um, and one that they walked in and looked like someone took the time to come in here and do something cool for our community, which yeah. where, we're, where uh, Soul Good is located, there's just maybe not a lot of places that people have taken the time to say, Let's make this awesome. Like mm-hmm. let's let's go a little above and beyond. Like, right. and so we wanted to make it just super special in right. a place that they could be proud of, that people would want to spend time, hang out, mm-hmm. get good food. Um, yeah. And I uh, had a lot of help from Mike Lana as well. Nice. Also a member at Midtown who yeah. is awesome. So she did our she did all the menu design. Yeah. And helped just bounce a lot of ideas off oh, that's of so it. Good. Yeah, I gotta so throw, that's give cool. a shout
0: out to Michaelana because yeah. if, if you see any <laughs> graphics that we do at Midtown, this is Michaelana, she does all that. So shout out, uh, little lady, you amazing. Yeah, she's and, awesome. Yeah, so amazing, so amazing. Um, that's awesome, that, that's, that's been such a, an encouraging thing to see. Uh, one of the things that I love about what, what's happening there is it's not just a, a, a people group coming in from the outside, it's, it's raising up a community from the inside and watching that become something and flourish and and watching entrepreneurship grow there. Yeah. It's been really cool. What's what's the favorite part of the design for you both as you've done that, been a part of it?
2: So there's kind of two things going on when you walk in that are kind of interactive. Um, That was a big part of the design too, was creating a space that people had something to do. So the prayer part is you can come and you can give a prayer. So basically just write down a prayer, you don't know really who it's for, ask the Lord who it might be for, Um, but you can write down a prayer for someone and put it in, like there's a little section that you can put that in. And then there's also a spot where you can take a prayer. So someone may have written down a prayer request, so you could take that and pray for that person. So um, Mm -hmm. the big part of that was that being prayed for has such an impact Mm -hmm. on us as believers, but then praying for others has such an impact. And so I think, getting to pull out someone's prayer request and see, wow, someone's dealing with something big yeah. out there and they need prayer. Right. It also makes, puts into perspective, maybe what you're going through. Yeah. So someone may walk in there with a weight on their shoulders and then decide to grab someone's prayer and say, oh gosh, yeah. I'm not the only one going through something. And right. just So it, I think it's a place that you can get perspective. You can receive prayer. You can give prayer and just, yeah. we're hoping that there will be a lot of, yeah. life change yeah. in that
0: little corner. And Quinn, your, your involvement's been a little bit different. You're walking specifically with someone in that community, yeah. and y'all have been walking together a little bit. Tell us about that experience.
1: Yeah, so once uh, we got connected with Andrew, we kind of went and sat down and got dinner, and um, it was kind of like a prayer of mine to, like, Brittany has had a passion um, for sex trafficking, and I feel like I hadn't found mine as much. Mine was kind of just honestly fueling her so that she could go do what she wanted. It really was. And we, it. we even had like a prophecy over us at one point that I would be the the battery to her, mm-hmm. you know? And so, but I still kind of wanted to find something that like I was super passionate about. And I knew that, um, like I knew what that space w- wanted to be. And I really wanted to try to help people get to financial freedom specifically, um, really everyone, but like specifically in underprivileged areas. And so when I told... Andrew that he was like Andrew's an amazing connector of people yeah that is a gift of his and so as soon as I said that he's like he like basically shook my hand immediately and was like okay you ready to start tonight and I was <laughs> like uh sure <laughs> and he's like good I got your first guy that's awesome and so we've been walking together um and it all kind of culminated with the soul good and really why we wanted to even help at soul good was for stories like D'Angelo yeah yeah um So we've gotten connected and we've been walking now for a couple months and really just being able to see the life change um, in him and hoping that that spreads um, into a a way bigger thing that we're trying to set to put together a curriculum now. Ryan Burnage has started to help me now and we're like Lily's trying to put together a curriculum that people can come to us at any point and we say, yes, okay, we are going to walk you through this and get you through to financial freedom with, with, Biblical principles, yeah, and it really being about getting to a point that financially we can give, because so we're blessed to be a blessing, yeah. I so it's that. been it's been a really cool cool and, journey. And we had
0: talked. It's like when you get involved in somebody's life. It's not just that like we bring to them something. It's like the same is returned to us mm-hmm. in the same amount, if not more. You yeah. know, like you learn just as much, not more. It's like teaching you so much.
1: Absolutely. Would you say that was right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, for me, it's been really looking back now, and even as we're just talking about it, realizing how much has come just by prayer, just yeah. literally by praying. It's so amazing. like the give a, give a prayer, take a prayer thing, like just by prayer. Like I walked into so many things that have just unfolded, but like one being like, I walked in and I was like, all right, Lord, like I know how to talk to people about real estate, but there's some beginning stages that I need help on. Mm. Like help me find how to walk people through this. And I walked in, we have a little book, book, um, case in our bedroom. And I was like, and this book just like stood out like it was a spot. I just grabbed it. It laid out, I mean percentages, everything like everything I was dreaming about was in this book.
0: Yeah. And you never picked it up. You and never I'd read never, it. Before. I'd never read it before. <laughs> and
1: it is like, it is probably ninety, 70, like, probably seventy-five to eighty percent of our financial like planning for That's people awesome. yeah. from this book. This is so great. Yeah. And That's so amazing. but just asking the Lord, simply asking, like, okay, what do I need to get involved in? Yeah. Boom, soul good. Okay, what do I need to teach these people? That's Here's right. a book, like, and just literally asking. Yeah. I, love, I mean, that's the word, like ask according to his will.
0: And it is like, yeah. it's going to happen. He's going to yeah. do everything you need and you don't have to worry about it. I don't know why I forget that so much, but like just too. these, I know it's like every day, it doesn't matter if it's happened once, twice, 50 times in my life. Like, yeah. I just don't want to believe that for some reason. Yeah. But God comes through every single time, mm-hmm. not just soul good, but Brittany, you're a part of a, a ministry called Street Hope. Tell us about Street Hope a little bit and what that's been like.
2: Yeah, so Street Hope is a uh, ministry that works with victims of human trafficking. Mm -hmm. Um, So Street Hope kind of has two parts. They have Street Hope, which does education. They're in all Knox County schools, educating kids on safety online. And just um, right now, young, mostly girls, got boys too, but a lot of girls are putting everything online. Mm -hmm. And there are people out there that are taking advantage of that. Um, So they do a lot of education. And then the other aspect and the part that I'm mostly involved with is a home that they built from the ground up to take in girls ages um, 13 to 17 that have been victims of human, tra- human trafficking. This home will be um, a place where they can come to experience healing and it is completely centered on Christ. Um, that was one of the things that I found when I realized my passion was for this, for human trafficking. Um, it was sadly very hard to find places that we're completely Jesus centered. Yeah. And so, wow. and my belief is that the only true healing you'll ever experience is if you have Jesus involved. Yeah. Um, and so, this home, they will have education there, they will have on site counseling, um, and it'll look like a home. Mm. It won't look like a facility. Um, I mean, it's the home beautiful. is beautiful, it's, it's beautiful. like yeah. the most beautiful home that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, the way that they do things is just so excellent. Um, what they're doing with this home and for these girls yeah. is just so excellent. And so it's been so cool to be a part of. Yeah. And the the faith that I've seen operating in Street Hope, I mean, it's, that's blessed me more than, I mean, so the way that they walk and trust God, it's just time after time, story after story of God just coming through in a way that you're like, I know your word says you're going to do that. Yeah. Like you were saying, like, yeah. why do I, why does it shock me almost every I time? I
0: know. <laughs> and so...
2: I mean that's been happening on a huge scale with Street Hope, and it's just it's just cool to be a part of.
0: That's so neat. I one of my favorite things about you guys um, is that everything you guys are involved in, I just believe like goes to another level. Like it just gets better. Like I believe the city is better because y'all are here. I believe our church is better because y'all are here. I believe I'm a better person because y'all are my friends. Like y'all just y'all are, y'all are a blessing. But like, um, what is the thing that that motivates you? I mean, all of these different things, like all the ministries you're part of, business, whatever it is, like, what is the motivating factor in your life?
1: Um, I think for both of us, it would just be, like, the passions in each of that. So, like, the passion of what got her going when she saw, like, a girl that was sex trafficked, like, how much that just drove something in her. For me, like, underprivileged areas and seeing the cycle that just continues to happen and then connecting that with, like, the blessing of mentors where – and what we've had with business and realizing that like, man, I have a passion for that. So that's what kind of like motivates me to get in and want to start doing this and like just diving in. Yeah,
2: I'm also super motivated by um, I was so blessed to be raised in a family that raised me with godly principles and I'm just like motivated to go out and serve and bless in a way that shows people that the life that like the Lord wants for us is one of abundance mm-hmm. it's one of blessing it's prosperity it's all good it's mm-hmm. good things yeah. um and so for me it's motivating to get involved in things that we can say hey like God has such good things for you mm-hmm. and so like for human trafficking for that gripped me so much because I was like Oh my gosh, there isn't no, like, God does not want this for these girls. Right. And so for him with the financial, you know, poverty and just people that were never told, right. people don't know what they don't know. Right. And so we need to tell them. Yeah, And so we need to tell them about the Lord. We need to tell them about Jesus. We need to tell right. them that there's good things for them. And I'm right. so motivated because I don't have a lot of trauma to overcome mm-hmm. because my parents got it right when they got, their lives right with the Lord and thank mm-hmm. God they did Yeah. so then I got to be raised in that home right. and so that's super motivating to me too
0: that's so good that's so good I mean how can we not go when we've experienced the love of God which has like changed our lives it's that same thing birthed within us because of his love it's like his love begins to pour out when we look at broken situations we go I want to bring healing and wholeness because I've experienced healing and wholeness mm-hmm. like I see the brokenness and I also see the remedy of what it looks like okay. so man I just I think you all model that love of Jesus so well, and you get in and you serve to the point of giving your life away. And I think it's a mark of gospel-centered living. And that's why I believe that things around you get better because you're not looking at what you can take from a situation. You're always looking at what can I give to a situation? That's not how many, of, many people live. It's more of what can I get from this? Who can I know? How mm-hmm. can I network? And those are all good things. But when I'm looking to add value to something, something's gonna get better. And so that's one of the gospel principles that we here at Midtown, I, we really want to continue to foster as a community but then also to experience outside of that gathering to experience on the street everywhere we go. We want to add value. Yeah. And so I think you guys just do such a good job um, with that. So thank you all so much just from, from the bottom of my heart. Like, thank yeah. you all yeah. for being that. Um, what, last question. Um, what is the biggest thing uh, that you've learned um, and that you hope to continue to grow in um, as you look forward uh, to the future of God's movement in the city and in your life?
1: I think it's for me like what I was just hitting on in terms of like continuing just to ask God and That's then good. expecting mm-hmm. when we ask, right? Yeah. So like when we go and we do the Tuesday night walks, like okay. we pray and then we go expecting. And so like expecting for bigger things mm-hmm. that like this for us, like I hope was just a very small start. Like, That's good. like we have a goal of like what we gave financially that it is times 10. Like we want to write a check times 10, you know what I mean? And so that like, but through that, then like we have to continue to walk and just walk with God for those blessings. And so that we can be that blessing. And then also just like learning too, for me, like realizing that like in those areas, like it is giving, Mm -hmm. like it is giving of our time. It is not necessarily like you do get things from it, but it's like not going in for what you get necessarily. But like, that it's it's giving and it's ministry and it's messy and like yeah. I've had to learn that like you get behind the veil of some things and then you realize like hey actually it's just all people yeah and it's just everyone doing the best they can yeah and like we're all have these gifts and then like usually if you are step we were talking about this on the way but like usually if you are stepping into an area it's because they don't have that area that's right so then you're like Wait, wait, why don't they have this? And it's like, well, that's why you're here. <laughs> right. Like, welcome, church. Welcome. We're a piece
0: of it, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. now come
1: along yeah. in this, like, broken mess that's just being restored by yeah. God, but we're all just Grace people. upon
0: grace upon grace. Grace graces. upon grace. Yeah. And then,
1: and so I've had to, like, learn that some of, like, okay, like, this is what I'm stepping into. Yeah. But then that, that, at the end of the day, you do realize, like, that is the fulfillment. Yeah. That is, like, why you do it. And you see a D'Angelo get up at a dedication and talk about his life changed yeah. and drugs being flushed down the drain. Like you just sit there and you realize, like, okay, like the little actual time that I gave, mm-hmm. like there's a life impacted, there's a life right. impacted, there's a life impacted. And you realize kind of the greater purpose really behind it. Oh yeah. I just see the the five loves and two fish like yeah. terrible. It's yeah. like
0: I don't know if I can do anything, but like with the little that I do have, I'm gonna bring it. And then you see, like upon upon over and over, yes. it's like more than ever think or imagine. Like right. DeAngelo stepping up there, but not only is D'Angelo, but everybody that he knows is in the crowd, Absolutely. and it's blessing Absolutely. upon blessing. Absolutely. And he's over there, like acknowledging you, like the guy yeah. that means a lot to me, Quinn. You know? Yeah. Was, I mean,
1: that's profound. It was like, very cool. And you what you've spent time. Yeah, exactly. You've spent time. And when you look at it, really, like the last two months, maybe two hours a week, like, you know, like we get so caught up in our time and, but, um, but yeah, just really learning, learning and kind of diving into that, that deeper. Yeah.
0: You know, just from hearing you guys and just an encouragement to anybody who's watching. Um, I think one of the things that it makes this so profound is what you said is like prayer and talking to God, but then making yourself available. And when the moment comes and it's stuff that's like matched up with your prayer. And they intersect. Yeah, join. Absolutely. And it can be terrifying. You had yeah. a you had a choice. Mm-hmm. You had a number in your mind.
2: It was a little terrifying. Oh yeah, it was oh, terrifying. I get it. <laughs> now, oh,
0: yeah. oh now the number
1: comes up. Yeah. You going to do it? Yeah. And we even like that's what was funny was like when we even went like we were like, well like let's see what they like have you know like like, let's test test it and like let's make sure they are like this and this and then and that was what was even funny was like there was so many i'm talking three times that there was like a number said and then the next meeting it was said by someone that didn't know the number and Mm. we're just like and we're like okay well what if they've only raised this much that's what they had raised (laughs) and we're like
2: it was like thing after thing that lord was like i will verify for you multiple times yeah well children So that you, (laughs) it's
0: so good. He's so, God is
2: so good. I know. He's so kind.
0: I just want to encourage anybody who's watching, if you don't know where to start, start with prayer. And then as you pray, uh, I believe that God will honor that. He will meet you right in those prayers as you want to serve. You want to get involved and then just give your yes. That's Mm -hmm. the next. And then watch what God does at that point. You don't have to try to build a big stage for yourself. The stage gets built when you say yes, and it gets bigger than you ever thought, doesn't it?
1: It does. And that's what we really started praying for was specifically divine connection. Yeah. Like daily. Mm -hmm. And then just to see when you really look back at everything in your life, if you truly go back to the root of it, it is God. Mm -hmm. Like uh, all the people around you, Mm -hmm. then it's like that are going towards these good things. Like they were brought in in supernatural ways. Absolutely. This really is a kingdom movement. It starts with Jesus
0: and uh, we're just carrying out the love of Jesus, which has captivated our hearts. As I was reading through um, John chapter 11, I see the story of of Lazarus and the love of God is really put on display in this story. And if if you've got time, check out John chapter 11, just go go read through that story. Um, But it talks about how Jesus loved Lazarus, Mary and Martha. So in this story, Jesus does everything that is best for them. Not always what they appreciate or what they like, but what's best for them. That's what love does. Jesus also models love that withstands or goes against any obstacle to do what's best for their life. The the chapter right before chapter 11, Jesus is about to be stoned and uh, he ends up going back into this crowd who hates him because of the love that he has for Lazarus. So love often fights through every obstacle to reveal love. The second thing that I see is uh, that love sympathizes deeply with you. In this story, when Lazarus dies and Jesus goes down and he sees everybody mourning, uh, he's deeply moved to the point of weeping, like crying. And this is what we've been talking about, really, like, man, we see the need in our city, we see brokenness, and we're like, we're hurting in our core, like you use the word passion. It's like this passion within us that rises. This is exactly what happened in Jesus. As love rises, he sees that brokenness, he sees the hurt and he's moved to tears. He begins to weep. Here's the thing that love uh, doesn't do though. Love doesn't stop with weeping. It doesn't stay there. The last thing I see in the story of Lazarus is that love doesn't stay in the fields, but it moves to action. verse 38, I think it is, it says that Jesus is moved again. After he weeps, it says he's moved again And he looks at the stone in front of the tomb of Lazarus and he says, move the stone. Let's get that thing moving. And let's do something about the hurt that we see. And this is really the church. I think for uh, the coming days, I think it's so important uh, that we as the church don't just simply mourn over the brokenness of our world, but we step in in action in the same way that Jesus stepped in in action for our life. And he put to practice his love for us. He put it on display. And it's his words mixed with the display that actually move the the needle forward, actually accomplish the message. And I believe that the church today is the body of Christ. It's the manifestation of this message. And we're called not to just cry over brokenness. We're actually called to step into it and see stones rolled away so that life can come from it. This is what we are, a kingdom movement growing together by loving God and loving the world. And I believe as we step into that, we're going to continue to see our uh, our brokenness uh, healed, restored, and cities put back together, relationships mended, and uh, our world uh, begin to experience a little bit of heaven here. This is what love does. Love moves. I'd love for you to connect with us at midtownknocks.org. And you can just hit connect and there's a form that's going to come up. Let us know kind of what's on your heart, maybe what dream you have. And we'd love to help be a connection for you in this city or perhaps around the world. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. And uh, guys, thank you all so much. It's been a blessing. I can't wait to see what happens in the future. Uh, Much love. See you soon.